You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. So, <clears throat> we like to welcome everybody to uh, the first installment, first installment baby. of uh, Save the Hip Hop Culture podcast. Word up. I am Concept714, and here is the editor-in-chief of Save the Hip Hop Culture. What up, y'all? Sector 3, Save the Hip Hop Culture. So, uh, very. this is going to be a very introductory type of uh, episode, so you guys get to know who and what uh, Save the Hip Hop Culture uh, really is and what it entails and the vision that it has. So go ahead and guide us through uh, the initial steps you took to create it, the why, the who, and then we'll get into you a little bit. Right on, brother. So uh, uh, I want to welcome everybody. Again, Sector 3, Save the Hip Hop Culture, alongside Concept 714 through Wake the, Wake the Flock Up. Uh want to thank you, brother. Uh, definitely want to thank course. you for the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, Save the Hip Hop Culture, I want to say it was uh, 2013 when it was kind of just uh, thrown around through uh through conversation with a few people my nephews which are uh they were five eight and i believe i'm gonna i'm gonna chop it up they were young <clears throat> and uh excuse me they were kind of throwing around the whole hip-hop uh culture uh topic and you know drake Lil wayne all came about um which is cool you know not not dumbing anybody down but um i wanted to make sure that my nephews which are the youth knew where it came from, why it started, and who were the founders. Um, so just, you know, through conversation with my nephews, you know, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, and, you know, from Graffiti and all that good stuff, um, I got a lot of good feedback from from family. They're like, oh, well, check this Instagram stuff out. And I was against Instagram at, at that time. You know, I was messing with Facebook, and I'm not a big social media person. But, um, you know, not to make it too long, not to bore people out, but I started the, the Instagram yeah. You know, basically posting just, you know, this is Rakim. This is what he contributed to the culture. This is, uh, you know, Taki 183, graffiti artist, you know, so on and so forth. And uh, soon enough, people from, you know, let's say Germany and stuff like that were like, hey, I like your I, I like your page. And, mm. you know, I started learning how, how to, you know, it sounds weird now, but yeah. I started learning how to hashtag and started getting more followers. All in all, I thought, man, if I can reach this many people through social media and most importantly, youth in my family give them something positive then i can definitely teach youth outside of my family and that's basically how it started um as an instagram page and now we're doing um we're working on workshops for the youth uh throwing events and um you know the podcast baby that, that's that's a beautiful thing but why uh why was it so important to you that they Ooh. understood the origins of what they're <clears throat> uh i walk around and i see shirts i am hip-hop right uh or uh you know hip-hop Hip hop dance. I don't even know what the fuck that means. I don't either. I saw that. Uh, you know, come, you know, the teacher hip hop dance or, or the hip hop culture or McDonald's is doing a hip hop commercial with break dancers and they're selling you Big Macs. Like right. hip hop is everything. Right. And not one music, uh, genre or culture has, um, engulfed the world. Cause that's what it's done. That's exactly what like hip hop. Right. right. So, um, it speaks to all races. To old genres, old religion, it speaks to even all economical levels. 
um, hip hop. Uh, it just it lends itself to just be the mind of really just the youth right. in general. Right. Uh, the youth in Brazil and the youth in Canada will both love a dope hip hop track. And there's dope Canadian heads and there's dope Brazilian heads and there's yeah. dope Italians Kenyan, and Spaniards. Yeah, and it's like, all it's it's all there, brother. And you, and if you know hip hop and you reach certain levels, you get access to this type of music right. and, and meet all these people. Uh, that dude, that's a hip hop head. He just happens to be Brazilian or whatever. Um, and um. Why do you? Why did you take it so personal and make it like a mission for you to, or at least for you them to understand your nephews? Why? Um, well, and 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 it's there's a there's a two part answer to this. So one is because I'm an MC, I'm an ex B boy, ex graffiti writer. Mm. Don't catch me slipping because I'll still bomb. No, I'm just kidding. Easy, but but, but uh, you know I've touched on you know I've I've grabbed the tables, the the the, the DJ portion, the element, the the turntable stuff, you know. Um, I didn't do so much, you know, I messed with them, but I never really got into it as I did with b-boying, graffiti, and emceeing. I touched the mic uh, before I, I did the graffiti thing, and then the b-boy thing I did around 96, 97. But me uh, touching on most of the elements, I did a little beatboxing too, but um, touching on most of the elements... I've learned to appreciate not only where it's come from, you know, where it's come from, where it's been, where it's going, um, but I've learned to appreciate and acknowledge the founders. Not just anybody knows that, uh, you know, Buffy the Human Beatbox. Who's that? Okay, well, if you say Fat Boys, oh, those dudes I used to rap back in the day. Mm. Not a lot of people know Dougie Fresh, you know, Biz Marquee, stuff like that. Uh, Wise of, of Stetsasonic. Actually, Wise is the one that. A lot of people put in the in the in the back end like who's wise, who's Stetsasonic. When you hear beatbox, you think Dougie Fresh. You know what I mean? Uh, the second part is, I started noticing, mind you, through my nephews, that when I said hip hop, they by by default automatically, um, they thought hip hop is just a genre of music. One other reason why I thought. I, I got to get on this, you know, little... They didn't understand that. Yes, it's true. true it's a genre of music. True. But it's a lifestyle. Right. It's a mentality. It's the way you approach certain situations and problems and mm. successes. It's the way that you look at life in Preach general. Preach it. Um, and I think it's a, it's a very important for people to really understand. Uh, when we say uh, hip-hop, it, it, it's not just... Uh, when we say hip hop, we think automatically of the exceptions. Right. And the exceptions is Jay Z, Eminem, 50 Cent. These are exceptions to the rules of just people that have reached a plateau that it's superstar status, right? Right. Commercially. Right. Rakim is a legend in hip hop culture, right? Right. That, um, that P, and that is almost, that's inarguably. You can't say, Arguably, he's a legend. No, he's a legend, yeah, right? It's, it's but fact. you can arguably say uh, Jay Z. Like people will debate Jay Z still. They'll be like, uh, you know, he's really hurting the culture. He's doing this. When Rakim, you can't say that about and know your history. You can't say that, right? See what I'm saying? Right. Um. So it, it is. It is kind of like a once you get it. Um. Once you develop a taste for hip hop and and you really start to dig into the culture and the idea and the mentality and it, it as a principle, you start seeing uh hip hop uh or life through hip hop lenses. You see that's, what I'm saying? That's a good way to put it. And and you wanted them to understand that it's right. not just uh you know dance music or or, or rhyming. Right. You right. know, it's not just that. 
there's a whole culture, there's a mentality, a lifestyle behind it. Well, what they what they were getting, yeah, um, you you actually you blew my mind with what you just said, but uh, what they were getting, and and obviously the radio feeds uh, not just kids but everybody. Um, you know, I think the bling era is is gone. Yeah. Um, you know, there was a I'm not even get into it, but there is a flashy club trap era going on right now. I'm not trying to dumb it down. I'm not trying to uh, bash it or whatnot, but when these kids the the look the look on one of my nephew's faces when uh i told him well did you know that graffiti is part of hip-hop it was just, what you know and he's like oh i i like graffiti i didn't know it was part of hip-hop or like breakdancing like did you know breakdancing is an element within the hip-hop code they didn't know that yeah. you know so yeah. i definitely wanted them to know yes uh, emceeing or rap music is an element within the hip-hop umbrella not the only thing by default, you know, because people start thinking that. But um, again, that's why I started it. Um, I, I, I started noticing through them and through their friends and, and other people and through conversations that all the elements with the exception of rap music or emceeing are being lost. No one. Yeah. You say breakdancing and it's, you know, there's only a few heads that collect or, or combine that or put that under the same umbrella of, of, of hip hop culture. Nowadays, it's what DJ? You know, you go to an event, ain't no DJ. You know, the the, the word DJ uh, doesn't mean the same thing as it did, right? Even ten years ago, right? Well, look at the DJs now. I mean, again, not uh, to diss anybody, it, but it, it's it's not it's it's look at what is now classified as a DJ, right? Because if you still look at true hip hop DJs, they're still just as DJ as they were in the eighties. But not. what I'm saying is now to what is accepted as a DJ and what is accepted as an MC or a rapper. Uh, the definition of that would be lost. You know, uh, Africa Bombada would never stop fucking vomiting if he, right. if he were to foresee, uh, what it is, what uh, someone is considered a rapper now. Like what it would really be. Like, yo, there, his mind would be blown or what a DJ would be like now. Like, dude, it, the, and it's almost to the point where it's like the stuff that's happening now in classifying you as a DJ was shunned and looked down upon in the beginning. And the same thing with MC, like, yo, if, if an MC ever was found, was found spitting somebody else's bars, oh, it was, that's it. Was it. Over. Your it credibility done. is shot. And now it's, it's, it's practiced normally. It's a, it's a normal practice in, in commercial hip hop. It's, hey, I, dude, people, I have ghostwriters. Yeah. My, my ghostwriters is, or, you know, it's, it's funny you say that and not to get too, too, too ahead of this, this, this topic, but I was talking to somebody that the other day where it's like, MCing, you'd have to come original. If there was something remotely the same, and if you put two of the same words together, which is kind of hard now, but you'd get called out. I mean, you're generally in a you, second, in a, without a doubt. Yeah, and it wouldn't. I mean, you know, back in the days, battles it it wasn't about it wasn't about uh, uh, beef. You know, uh, violence. You know, right. back then was it's the way you can get on. Yeah, you know? but nowadays, like people are saying, I got ghostwriters. What and and who's who's to blame? Is it is it the actual quote unquote rapper, or do you do you blame the 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 the, the Godfathers, the founders, for not you know for not addressing it? Do you blame us as as the hip hop representatives for not calling people out like that? You know, again, all this comes down to me, you know, establishing save the hip hop culture one as a as a Instagram page, and now as an actual organization. For you know, our slogan or our, our our motto is youth empowerment through hip hop culture. Right, and, and and it's very important. Uh, and I really, dude, I commend you for 
uh, uh, choosing and directing it in the right direction, which is youth. Right. I because that, that that is literally the the roots of of the that's the next seed of the next hip hop tree. Of course. You know what I'm saying? And if and and it's what I told people it's like, yo, we grew up with with Pac and 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 you know uh, uh, hieroglyphics and, and you know we grew up with these crews. They're growing up with. With little soldier boys, skinny mother, whatever. <laughs> and, and that's right, their right. KRS one. Yeah. That, that's that, you know, soldier boy is going to be somebody's rock him. Like that's going to be like the first person they ever heard rap is going to be that dude. So hip hop is losing just like a Native American culture. It's losing its, its essence. And what I mean by that is, is these stories that we tell of the people that came before us that were passing down verbally. Dude, now that's just getting uh, watered down and mixture. And eventually what's going to happen is they're going to turn like the very essence of like the, you know, dude, the knowledge Aztecs had is mind boggling. It's just, it's, it's amazing. And now all that is almost fantasy. Right. It's almost like, eh, it's, a, it's being lost because, uh, of just the way that it's been watered down and corrupted, right. um, they, intentionally, well, they, yeah, like they, they intentionally say, done. They say the conqueror tells history. Well, mm-hmm. the, 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 the person who tells the story of the war is the winner. Right. 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 The, they're always going to tell yep. a story. Yep. And then now they're, they're, they're depicting it the way that they think it's best to, in order, more profitable. Right. That what's the most profitable way? Oh, we'll make Jay Z the best MC ever. That's that's profitable for everyone Jay Z works for and whoever everyone Jay Z makes money. It's not profitable to say rock him. You know, that's not profitable for our pockets. Right. And that's unfortunately the way the direction hip hop has taken. But these episodes are gonna break down per topic and, right. and we're getting a little bit on a tangent, but we are it's important for them to realize the passion that we have behind it and exactly what saved the hip hop culture mm-hmm. if you haven't caught it from the name. The intentions behind it. Right. So we're going to break it down. And this episode in particular is going to be about graffiti, we decided, right? Right. Another one of the lost elements. Uh, right. And, 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 <laughs> and possibly the oldest uh, of the elements, depending on who you talk to. I, I think it's like the, elde- the oldest form of art. Right. It, it, outside of hip hop. Right. It, dude, cavemen <laughs> used to draw pictures of of uh, you know of animals with horns and, and hooves and and they drew it uh their name or pictures whatever just so that because they their soul said i when i die i don't want to be forgotten i want me to be somewhere right and and, and not to i, I don't want to cut you off um because i'm it, we've talked about it before i'm really big into you know we, they, we call it mexicayo which is you know um mexicanness or the history not the history of mexican but um Ancient Mexican culture, and not just Mexican, Native American, whatever it is, Apache, Diné, whatever you want to call it. Native culture. Native culture. Um, you know, Western Hemisphere. But, um, you know, I, I've, I've learned how to read codices. You know, uh, a bunch of people say, well, there's just pictures. It's just a little, a little dude and he's doing something or whatever. But I've, I've learned, I'm not going to say I'm 100%, but I've learned how to depict and know what's going on and who that represents, what quote unquote God. I don't want to get into all that stuff, but what, what sacred energy certain, that certain thing is. And, and I know that ancient, uh, Mesoamerican, for lack of a better word, cultures, uh, were either writing on, on, on paper, which is, you know, tree bark or whatever, or in temple walls to leave a legacy, to leave, you know, basically, uh, a, a timeline or how to how to tell time going back to the beginning of time to f- telling future you know uh, talking about future times or astrology philosophy and all that good stuff but if you want to you know modern day graffiti is different but we can say they were writing on walls to tell a story 
one of the oldest art forms if you want to get technical. No, but I think uh it's important to give it that kind of credibility right. because dude, it is pretty it is that. Right. Except we don't have sticks and caves anymore. Now we got uh freight trains and and, 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 cry and, cry, and you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that in and, and, and at, the, at the very end of the day, regardless of what it is, graffiti, like true artistic graffiti, dude. I look at stuff that that's been done and I am in a, in awe that it was done with spray cans. Yeah. Cuz I've held spray cans, dude. They're heavy and bulky. It's, and 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 this person has this down to such a science. Right. To such a practice, to such a a, a part of his life that he he'll make a dude, that 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 can come back with any painting in any in any uh in any artistic hall or anything like that, you know? It is a beauty and to think that kid's probably, kid's probably twenty years old. Like it's a I, kid. Like it's bro, not I I've seen I I will be <laughs> honest with you, I've seen fifteen year old kids yeah. with incredible can control yeah. and knowing, you know, uh for graffiti heads, you know, the flares, how to do flares on, you know, when you're mixing colors or whatever, or what tip to use for what, your fat cap, your I go back so New York fatties and all that good yep. stuff. But you know, I, I used to be like, you know, you're young, you don't know it. But nowadays, I mean, the Internet and, and, and uh, cats like us, you know, older cats, if if we really take the youth and, and take them under our wing in, in a couple years, 10 years or whatever, you're not going to be able to tell a 15 year old kid you don't know anything about hip hop. Because if we're doing our job in spreading this knowledge to our seeds, you know, it's basically and 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 uh, a veteran talking right you know, that's what i'm trying to do with my nephews right. and everyone else that follows us uh, on instagram and you know websites and, and, and save the hip-hop culture is a great place to go and and uh, not just a view because you you, you know pictures and posts and stuff uh, yeah. but to learn you also you also drop facts Word up. right so so tell me a little bit about those um so you know a lot of it you know we live hip-hop yep. you know so a lot of the stuff i remember um Actually, I'm not even going to say a lot. Some of the stuff I remember, some of the stuff we have to do some research, you know, whether it's reading a book, you know, uh, or, or documentaries or actually talking to people. You know, I've, I've, I've talked to KRS-One. I've talked to uh, Red Alert um, and just grabbing knowledge from certain people and things that are forgotten. Uh, one thing that, that sticks out of me is when KRS-One threw one of the dudes from PM Dawn off stage. Yeah. Uh, it's a little beef. I won't get into it, but, you know. If it's not for us, and I'm not going to say myself, but it's not for us to tell that story, that'll get lost in history. If it's not for us telling a story about, um, you know, Drez of Black Sheep when he did the classic, uh, The Choice is Yours. Originally, it was really down tempo, cool, whatever. Someone told Mac, and again, I'm getting my facts wrong right now, but someone had told him, hey, you need to come harder on that on that third verse so that third verse that you hear now is is a complete remake remix if you look at if you go back to the original album uh wolves and sheep in sheep's clothing the original version of that song is it's a lot it's a lot more played down than the one that's classically known that was played on the radio so if it's not for us you know kids those little details that that make the difference in hip-hop history that that are super important they're there you read the textbook and then you read the the side notes on it the side notes dude i'm always i remember being more like learning more from the side notes than reading the paragraph because right. the side notes are almost like 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 the little extra humph that made the, the story believable or 
gave it more it was more impressive to me like oh okay it relayed more in my head and those little details like that is what save the hip-hop culture uh uh specializes in and that's why it's doing so good and i'm sure now you have people kind of send you stuff right like yo did have you talked about this or did you oh, know yeah. this we, or did we, you get, we get a, we get a lot about the, you know we get a lot of that um they'll you know positive and negative you know and, and it's all good we take it we're not we're not here to gangbang we're not here to you know fight and all that good stuff we're here for for uh you know promoting what africa bambata originally set forth is uh love peace unity having fun you know that's what basically it is but yeah we got people saying hey you know um have you talked about so and so have you talked about this i get i'm getting a lot of love on on actually showing love and return to mcs from the uk uh mcs from like venezuela like gabilonia i'm not sure if you've heard of her but she's she's fire on the mic bro um but i'm also getting love from people like graffiti artists uh like Wow, man! Like, why? Why would you even show love for that? That that's that's what's up. Like, you know, uh, uh, I guess a lot of people now you see a hip hop page, and this is not to diss anybody, but you see hip hop pages or even hip hop websites that claim to be about the culture, and you got four or five artists that they feature constantly: Tupac, Jay Z, and and that's as far as it goes. Again, not to diss them or Jay Z or Tupac, but it's you know the the culture goes. Much deeper than that. Again, graffiti, b-boying, beatboxing, DJing, MCing, fashion, all that good stuff. Um, and I myself, with the rest of the squad, try 110 percent to bring that to to our followers. Right. <clears throat> and save the hip hop culture is a great place to uh to dig more information and just just flip through it and you will learn. Flip through save the hip hop culture for an hour, dude. You're gonna learn a lot of shit, which is why I love it. I love checking it out and and um. Uh, I think it's an important, it's important because it's not done a lot. And the reason they do Jay-Z and Pac and Wayne is those are the ones everyone's familiar with. Right. <clears throat> but there was, there was people that fathered those styles that they use. There's people that created those one day and be- way before they were even born, like th- that, that made, paved the way for them. And, and what a, they, they have, um, they left a footprint in hip hop that we cannot allow to, uh, to be forgotten. Of course. Of and course. I think it's important uh, to do stuff like this and do Save the Hip Hop Culture because um, that's all we got at the very end of the day. You know, when we're old man, 80, 90 years old, if we haven't contributed to something that contributed so much to our lives, right. then what did we do? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But let's get into the graffiti. Let's do it. Let's do it. So let's start Let's start, start off uh, with a track. All right. Okay. So tell me um, why you chose this track in particular in its... Um, Big Just uh, Plantation right. Rhymes. Now, now th- this one, this one's a, a, you know, it's not for everybody. Big Just is real abstract, you know, company flow. Um, he's real abstract, but if you really, if you really pay attention to the to the track, and it's kind of fast. Not, I'm not saying the delivery, but the way he, the way he approaches it. Um, he talks about graffiti and his contribution to it because he was a graffiti artist yeah. you know so I, I like i like the way he he presents certain things as, you know I'm, I'll, I'll get into detail uh, the two-letter bombing uh, uh era mm. you know you had ja um and i'll actually i'll go west coast you had you know ek you know um i can't i can't think off the top of my head but a lot of bombers a lot of graffiti writers to get in and out wherever they need to be they shortened their name to a two-letter word mm. boom in and out and you're done and I like the way he comes in and talks about it. Okay. Um, I love the fact that they were able to, uh, uh, that when uh, graphics uh, started, 
transitioned over to MCing, right? And then kind of bringing that ideology with them, uh, it really it really lends to some really interesting tracks. So let's let's take a listen. Uh, uh, introduce the song one more time. All right. So this uh, this is uh, Big Just off of his uh, Black Mamba Serums album. Um, and it's called uh, what is it called? Southern uh, what? No, Plantation Rhymes. Plantation Rhymes, and it's actually the Southern Southern uh, Hospitality Remix. Right. So uh, save the hip hop culture. Uh, go ahead and take a listen, and then we'll be right back. Word. Cultural abandonment, warming planets, no second language, nuclear dominance, broken family, lack of human understanding, methamphetamine, drunk driving, crash the car in a bank, killing innocent children, ethnic cleansing, Senate house lies, corrupt elite, excess greed, political allies, for those who vanish and waste away for some profound thought too late, plantation rhymes, cause most UMCs rhyme like slaves, baby. So Procrastination, poor public education, national strategic defenses, lobbyists for special legis- legislative oversight, smoking mirrors, famine, arrogance, control deception, unknown branches of government, blue lodges, paid protection, gentrification, WTO economic globalization, third world enslavement, secret handshakes, assassinations, afraid to overstand, silent cries in the dark, urban battlefields, cocaine, and shots in the heart. Cali rhymes in New York, life imitate art. For those who vanish and waste away for something around, thought too late. It's plantation time, cause most UMCs rhyme like slaves. Baby face, so thin ain't ducking out for Jake. Crazy jewels around the neck, the black range got two police stations. Hanging out at the latest mall, trying to get spotted and join me in famous. That shiny, jiggy style impression, fellow entertainers. Step this way, and it'll be certain to be drama that you face. Please straight in that diamond cardi, invest in your feet. Suburban style, don't even knock. You trying to act like you cowboy running through the wildest bronze blocks. So fine, disco agent, Cornell and Jason. Thousands came before you laid the foundation of what you claiming. Way before was even known to call hip hop. It was pre-sweet, Skylar, Fassett, and Turban 1 and Turok. Dead leg, SJK, Rican superstar to stop. While you were urinating, your diapers clipping, the effects was killing spots. Clyde Hope 62, Charmin, Toxic, and not. Too bad, too deadly, too chill, too nice, doom incisor. B13, air more shot, quartz and spicer. Sniper, the fire's names around you couldn't lose. There was arson, thief, soda, bonanza, sweet cruise. We can take it up into the two, let it throw up invasion. DSDYKB00, EXTO and TI, LE, CDSRFSSCNE, up to SB, JAP, the VE, PG3, public animals, wrestling.
Week in Hip Hop. On January 13th, 2002, hip hop culture lost Ted Demi to a heart attack. Demi is responsible for a little something called Yo! MTV Raps. While working at MTV, he suggested there be a hip hop show showcasing some rap music. MTV finally gave Demi a chance at a quick pilot, and ratings ended up being much better than expected. And the rest is history. Save the Hip Hop Culture Radio. And we are back.、Uh, again, that was、uh, Plantation Rhymes. Big Just. Big Just.、Um, like, I, I, like we were saying, is it, I love the fact when、uh, graffiti artists、right. started to kind of、uh, um, transition over into MCing. Because there's, a, there's some that, that have really been successful at both. You、right. know, like there's been DJs that you know, are successful at this, successful at that.、Uh, there's been some graffiti artists that are successful at MCing as well. And、um, it just goes to show you, dude, like once you truly get enveloped into hip hop, Well, and, and, one, one thing can call you and you'll end up totally doing something completely different. Yeah. A, a yeah. slug from Atmosphere tells how he used to, he used to break dance, but he was always kind of lazy. So that really didn't call him. And then he used to grab, he used to write a、uh, sacred slug. Yeah. But then,、uh, you know, he's like, but he got into him seeing it. And like, that's really what well, and, and also, propelled him. The, 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 I mean, the money, you know.、Um, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You can get. Graffiti, graffiti writers, the, the, the、uh, original 100% graffiti writers, will not do permission walls, will not get paid. For, you know, it, it's, it's about vandalism to them, you know what I mean?、Um, but if you think of, of people like, and I'm glad you brought it up, people that transitioned from, from graffiti、uh, or b boying to, to MCing, I'll, I'll call a few people out. Rakim. Rakim used to write,、um, well, he, he used to be called Kid Wizard, but you know, he was a graffiti writer. Cool, cool DJ Herc was a graffiti writer.、Um, KRS One. One that a lot of people do not know、uh, is Wise Intelligent from Poor Righteous Teachers. He used to be a that I didn't、writer. know. Yeah, he was a, he was a graffiti writer. A, a funny thing is,、yeah. that topic, that post kind of led to me and him kind of chopping it up. And hopefully, you know, I won't get too ahead of myself, but that'll lead into something. But yeah, and,、uh, you know, graffiti writers. Uh, B Boys uh, or、uh, Desi Dez. You ever heard of Desi Dez? Yes, of course.、Yeah. DJ k a s l e y You know, he wasn't an MC, he was a graffiti writer, but I mean, now he, people know him as DJ k a s l e y Drama but, King. You know? Like, yeah. Desi Dez. Like, yeah. Yeah, you, people don't know. So, yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's a lot of, of graffiti writers, B Boys, or DJs that transitioned into MCing because, one, they were incredibly talented at it. And, you know, that's that basically where the money is when, it, when 85, 86 came around, 87. You know, that's. And, and again, it goes to show you that people were like, yo, these kids have talent. Right. There's talent here. So, um, uh, my good friend, uh, uh, Dammit,、mm-hmm. uh, Sulu King. Yeah. He gets paid. Like, uh, who, who was it? Um, uh, Hard Rock Hotel or Hard Rock. You know what I'm talking about? The, is, that, is that right? The Hard Rock、uh, Cafes? Am I, is that Hard Rock? Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, uh, flew him out to do a mural for them. Sony did the same thing, flew him out to New York Dang, to do a see, mural for him. That's what's up. And, uh, and, cause he's that talented that he'll do it. So it, it, it this is corporate America recognizing like these are actual artists and their way of expressing is not charcoal sticks or,、right. or, or water. It's, it's actual, uh, spray cans. But, uh, back to what you were saying about them, uh, uh, their vandalism is their thing. Right. Well, cause that's part of the experience of being a graffiti artist. You know, and、uh, I, I don't, I don't want to promote any negativity, but I was there, you know, I was there and that rush and that, 
you know, it, it's it's real political. Graffiti, graffiti bombing or graffiti itself, <coughs> modern day graffiti, is real political. You know, uh, we're, we're, when you know when we're back at the studio with with Dips, Dips was saying like, you know, this goes back to to hobos. You know, they're riding on trains. Um, you know, and then it goes back to they consider Cornbread, which is from Philadelphia, the first graffiti modern day graffiti writer. But it goes back so. The way it started was political, you know, civil rights movement. You know, people were trying to get their word and their voice heard. They were held down to whatever standards. All right, we're going to take to the walls and, and, and fight for peace. That's where graffiti started, you know. And, and the very essence of of going, um, okay, we're going to wait till it's dark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then we're going to find a spot where we're going to leave our message. And this is our way of kind of fighting back peacefully. Right. This is our our way of 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 being heard when they don't want to hear us. Right. They can't not see us. They can pretend they don't see us. You can pre- you can not hear someone if you get far enough. But like you know, like if you if you seeing something is you're gonna believe that you're gonna it's gonna be more in your face. It's gonna be more of a real stance, right? Than having someone screaming at you. So these these kids, these 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 adults, these artists that are going out at night and they got their backpack full of cans and they they already got a mentality what they want because they've been drawing that out all day. Of course, in their black book, of course. they understand the color schemes are gonna use. Yeah. They they know they already maybe uh, been a week since they've been plotting that space. Okay. Yeah, they, they know the when the security guard ain't here, and right. they know when this and that. They know which gate they're gonna use and what fence. So they got the, you know, it, it's all part of, it, and it's also what um feeds the art that they're about to do. It's also that brush, like you're saying, yeah. that's where they're getting the courage and the and the expression. Why it feels so good to do it and do the next one the right. next day right. and, and develop your art. Well, and it's also you also have, you know, back in the day, you know, and I'm talking the Bronx, New York, and all that good stuff. Um, and when I speak of this, I can only speak of my hood where I grew up, but you know, I didn't come out of my neighborhood. You know, if I was down 10 blocks, I'd be like, wow, I'm, I'm out of my area. So the same thing with the Bronx, like, you know, social status, I hate to say it that way, but financial status kept you in the hood, you know? So for someone to say, I have a message, we're oppressed. And I'm going to go out and bomb or whatever you want to call it. That train leaves the yard and it reaches Staten Island or whatever it is. Next thing you know, you got people come, you know, like, hey, I saw your tag over there. Like, wow. You know, for someone that doesn't have anything to be recognized that way, of course, you're going to see them get addicted to something like that. Right. Um, and again, it's the political, uh, a political approach. We are effed by the government and we don't have anything i mean i don't know if you've seen but the bronx back then was i mean literally looked like a war zone i mean i've seen i've seen heard and 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 seen documents or documentaries on how the bronx look rubble kings i don't know if, if anyone hasn't seen it i said strongly suggest it i mean it was literally burned down to the ground you know and a lot of people say well graffiti is is nasty it's like man, i'd rather see a real dope piece or a burner as opposed to a billboard trying to sell me poison. Yeah. That's just me. And and this is also a time, the eighties, late seventies, where uh the US didn't give a fuck what you thought about them. At all. They didn't pretend not like now. Like now it's different. Now uh they don't blatantly enslave you. They 
they made it work to where you enslave yourself. Oh, you said it, brother. And, and it's by like, hey, you know what? We're not going to we'll run you into concentration camps and feed you pills that are going to dumb you down and get you fat and sloppy. We're going to sell you McDonald's. And we're going to play McDonald's commercials every throw, time and, your kid sees a show. And throw some hip-hop in it. And, 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 which is, well, okay, so what are the kids listening to? Well, hip-hop, okay, boom. So make sure he has a hip-hop beat with breakdancers making a fucking Big Mac, right? And you're going to put it on a Miley Cyrus show that's on at 7.30 when all the kids have to do. Like, dude, it's concentrated. Man. They understand what they're doing. Exactly. And so they're going to play on repeat. Um, so, and now you going to go and, and they're going to make money off of you yeah. by enslaving you. They'll make money off of you. Yeah, this is back then when they were like, nuts. fuck you. We don't give a shit. You evicted, you're out. And yes, your, your, your projects look like prisons. Duh. That's what we made it look like. Right. Like what the fuck are you going to do about it? You're not. No- now it's different. Now it's, it's, it's like a, a low, it's a, it's a way of, it's really ingenious if you think about it. It's, it is. Re- it, it is. But, um, uh, the way that it's developed now is, uh, uh, in a, in an era where the internet is a necessity, right? Yeah, you're able to see landscapes and and kind of travel back in time to exactly. what hip hop really was the seventies, exactly. the eighties, and 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 the really the true essence of it. And you'd see the trains, man. Like you should see freight trains, or you know, commuters just and they have a big old fucking piece on the side of it, and the feeling of accomplishment they must have felt that night before, dude. Yeah, and they're risking their lives, dude. Like these aren't under these are. They're climbing shit with belts and yeah, you. I mean, you're 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 looking at steel, <laughs> pure steel monsters. I mean, you're it. I mean, I know you you're going up against um you know the police and all that while you're doing this because you're risking it. But at the same time, you're risking your life. You're going up against these steel monsters. That I mean, it's just you and this train. I've never bombed in New York. I I've bombed here. Maybe I shouldn't be saying that, but I you know you know regular you know trains or whatever and. Yeah. That feeling, I mean, that I'm feeling dominating like, that multi-ton machine, yes, brother. Yes, and brother. not it's addicting. It's so much so that, dude, you're my canvas. You belong to me right. when I'm done. Right. So, one of the other tracks that I, I wanted to come through was a, a more modern um, a look at, at, at graffiti. Was uh, uh, evidence? Was yes. also uh, a, that, that that kid is just talented. Dude, from MCing to graph to beat making oh, to Oh man. I'm sure Genius. get him on the tables, bro. He's I mean, I'm sure he's worked enough around people. Which is another reason why and I know you're setting it up, but I love coming across someone that and we've done this on our on our on our page where we, we salute people like this. Again, like Wise Intelligent, where he's not he's not just a rapper, he's not just an activist, he used to be a graffiti writer. Evidence, he's not just a dope MC. Graph writer, producer. You know, where where back in the days this hip hop culture i mean you had it all you weren't just oh yeah i'm 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 a b-boy that's just cuz you you almost had to back in the day but i could also sit down and write some rhymes i can i can spit i can get on the tables i can beatbox nowadays all you have is rappers not even mcs rappers forget knowing how to spin on your back i'm not saying everyone has to i'm just saying like what happened to these elements but set it up for evidence and, and, and uh, again evidence has proven himself in at least three of the elements of course to be, dude there's no one can say he, he's not a dope producer salute no one can say he's not a dope MC baby. and on the graph he's, I mean he's been known to just and this is the, the embodiment of a modern hip hop is, is I can't think of another MC that I would be um uh, more prone to <clears throat> to bring up when it says like you know like a modern MC that you would like representative of hip hop like I've said it before like commercially it'd probably be Nas uh, um, yeah we had that combo there. independent you know evidence is perfect hey yo hip hop yo check this guy out in general cause he's a beast so uh, here it is again um 
not defending or taking the role of Bucket, who was also a legendary uh, graffiti artist. But Bucket was known for um, being real bland in, in, in when he delivered his, his, his pieces and his graph and his art. And leave the, leaving the cans. He would leave literally just like... Graffiti artists are very careful when they're done. Oh, yeah. Most of them are wearing gloves and just stacking them in the backpacks. And then, yeah, of course. He did, Bucket was known to just leave them. And that's what really what got the attention of the LAPD, I believe. It was right. like, yo, who, who is this kid saying fuck you guys, basically? You know what I'm saying? Much. And, and, and here's Taunting. evidence kind of breaking it down and, and uh, uh, telling Bucket's story by not telling Bucket's story in the video. So Genius. check it out. Uh, evidence, it wasn't me. We're going to take a listen to that. Save the hip-hop culture. What up? Sector 3, Concept 714. About to tell you who I are. Yeah. Came a long way, and I still got so far to go. Okay. Tee off with this trademark flow. And after the night, I'ma let the whole world know. My name is Evidence. Why? Not enough evidence. This is crime scene cinema All the weed shops closed Is it back to charging motherfuckers Four for an O? I don't know I keep a rotary phone So I remember all the numbers of my homies who gone the Proof is in the pudding I'm pressed up and labeled evidence But never chasing fame Dragons, chicks are dead presidents Dreams but never snatch chains of any measurements Because of my name For every fucking crime they find the relevance Choices in my life that I wanna correct I got voices in my head that I wanna forget uh. And I don't live with regret nope. But I've been living with a chick But other chicks trying to text It wasn't me You ain't got no There's no truth without them What's truth without them? My first album only had underground appearances So what's the outcome? I'm still an underground lyricist And fame don't even capture what my interest is I'm halfway to famous, halfway away from infamous My naked eyes are like my memory chips Everything digested comes up when I spit I say so be it, without a whistle call it how I see it Whether in my boundaries or in another region I'll be speeding on the highway with my girl shoddy Keep a plant in my car like Good Friday, keep my world godly. I stay grounded like my lobby Tagging bucket on the wall But never tatted on my body My music and my graph are living separate lives One gets me paid, the other's paying the price Either way, they'll say I'm spraying at night But how the fuck when I'm touring overseas on a flight It wasn't me He calls himself Bucket, say sheriff's deputies Leaving trails of evidence for cops to follow There's no proof without that the flow's connected like I knew people. Yeah. Director of photography, I shoot people. That's why he can do so many amazing things. They say they found plenty of evidence. Uh, evidence. Name by Will I Am. Maybe made a Millie. Maybe I don't give a damn. I thought of evidence. He mispronounced it evidence. Fast forward, here we are, standing in the present tense. I never thought about fame I just thought about a KRS with no my name And since then it's like so much has changed Body bagging these shows, they say I'm killing the stage It wasn't me You ain't got no There's no proof without that What's truth without that? Evidence. Evidence. Evidence.
This Week in Hip Hop. January 13th, 1992. KRS-One rushes the stage while PM Don performs at the New York Sound Factory, and eventually, Prince B of PM Don is shoved off stage. KRS-One steps in and performs I'm Still Number One. Earlier in the month, Prince B called out KRS saying he wants to be a teacher, a teacher of what? And the rest is history. Save the Hip Hop Culture Radio. Evidence. Word up. It wasn't me. Um, Amazing track, first of all. And I, 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 I like that beat, bro. Uh, and, and we found out during the, during the track that the beat was, uh, again, produced by Evidence, uh, written by Evidence. And, and we found a quick little niche was that uh, named by Will I Am. Maybe made a milli, maybe I don't give a damn. I thought it evidence. He mispronounced it evidence. Now here we are standing in the present tense. Ooh. Right? So, I, and in my head, I've always, ah, in my head, I've always pictured like, you know, evidence was about to come on a show. He, he wanted to name himself evident. Mm-hmm. Will I Am said, yo, evidence. And then he comes out and I guess maybe he just, you know, some, you know some, some of the best ideas or the best, uh, names or concepts or whatever concept. Yeah, yeah sorry. Um, to myself. Come, come that that route. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. It just works out that way. Um, but again, um, uh, evidence. Yes, uh, being a dope MC, dope producer, uh, heavily involved in graffiti. Right. Just goes to show you that uh, someone that's artistic, uh, art's gonna call you. And if you live in the 18th century, you might chiseled fucking stones, bro, and chiseled statues for whatever. If you live in, you know, in the cave area, you might have been drawing on whatever, but your art will come out some way, some right shape. Up. Right. Up. Well, graffiti writers, <clears throat> I can't remember who is, who said it. I'm not even going to try to attempt to uh, say the name of who said it, but someone in a documentary might have been Star Wars, well, maybe not Wild Style, but they said, you know, we're living in the darkness, you know, so going back to what the way that we're living and, and, and you know, broke or whatever. You go into the tunnels, you go into the cell, you know, the, the the yard or whatever. It's dark, but something positive always comes out of the light. Meaning, in the morning when that train goes out, art will be on that train. That's so a beautiful. That's beautiful, bro. And I know yeah. I chopped it up, and and you know, salute to whoever said it. I can't remember right now, but um, it's crazy, bro. I I wanted to touch base a little bit if we're talking about graffiti, um, the importance. At least back in the day, I, nowadays I don't see it, and it's up to us as the veterans or the elders, if you want to call it that, to teach the youth. Um, you know, in my days, I, I honestly do not recall someone telling me this. It was just something that I, I don't say I lived in the hood, but it's, you know, you're amongst the hood or whatever you want to call it, but it's something that was just in me. Again, I can't recall someone actually sitting me down telling me this, but there are guidelines to graffiti there are rules yes you do not write on private property you do not tag on someone's car you do not tag on sacred temples or churches uh, a, a, a throw up goes over a tag a piece goes over a throw up a mm. burner goes over you know like people don't know you got people you yeah. got a, a nice burner a nice mural and then you got this hoodlum cap wannabe if you know who cap is yeah. um, comes in and just tags all over like what the, what happened to guidelines you know and this is what we try to yeah. teach you aside from teaching them that yes you could go out and bombing go out bombing but once you hit 18 
2021. Are you still going to go out bombing or are going to use your, your, your definite talent and get money Yeah, and make, make, make a name for yourself and your family? And, and dude, I'm sure they're the hardest heads of the kid, man. I'm 25, bro, and I'm still bombing, homie. Yeah, All right, hey, that's cool. That uh, That's the way that you want to uh, uh, perpetuate the state where you are at. Right. But part of art is getting tired of art. And what I mean by that is... Um, uh, it's okay to be artistically bored, bro. Like, like at um, Wacko, who yeah. created the B side show yeah. and other stuff, yeah. hosted the B side show forever. And uh, he calls me one day and he's like, "Hey, yo, can you come over? I, I want to talk to you about something." So I drive to Covina and I'm like, "Hey, you know, we'll say what's up, blah blah blah." And he goes, "Dude, I really didn't know who to tell or what to what to do. Um, I I thought you would have good input on this. Um, I'm gonna quit the B side show." A word. So I was l- the first person that he told that to. Um, and being the first person that he had told that to, um, I realized like, first he's serious. Like he's not, he didn't text me or call. He told, Hey, yo, can you come over? Cause uh, I need, I need serious. some guidance. Yo, I need, at least, at least I need someone to bounce this off with. <clears throat> so, uh, what happened was he was just artistically exhausted. He was just done with it. He didn't, he didn't see where he was going to grow anymore as an artist, as a creator, as someone, as a developer. He, he just, he just and wanted to move on. And he, dude, he hasn't missed a step. Trust me. Wacko Films is one of the best video yeah, production yeah, yeah, companies yeah. you can fuck with. Gets hired by Jedi Mind Tricks to cover them at the observatory. Like anyone that comes to, uh, LA, Orange County is fucking with Wacko if they want their shows shot correctly. And Wacko knowing this, Trusting that his art, knowing he is an artist, an artist and will develop and bring a good product, was just tired of working that art form particularly and moved on. So graffiti artists or hit or, or, or uh, uh, MC or whatever, it's okay. It's fine. Take the time off. But if you stay in the same place, that's wrong too. That's worse than yeah. saying, you know what, yeah. man. I'm- you, and you, you have to be a good judge uh, of self, obviously, to know when it's like, Either you need to take a hiatus, you know what I mean? Like, um, I believe it was Stay High Forty One uh, that took a hiatus and came back and did his thing, you know. But you got you got to be a good judge of self to be like, I either need to change the style up, or or approach art, my art, another another route, you know. And that's where I think going back to that, where graffiti writers and b boys kind of started to experiment with with rhyming. Aside from it being like that's just the, the the way it was in the Bronx and 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 New Jersey and all that good stuff, you just had to know that there was no other there was no other route. But for me, again, I started I started writing rhymes, and I'm not gonna say they were dope. But I was 12. At 12, you're not writing dope ass rhymes, right? But I got bored for a minute. But when I was 15, 16, ironically, that's when I started bombing. Yeah. Uh, you know, doodling here and there. Yeah. But then I was like, ah, let me start bombing. And then he incorporated that. And then 97, 98 is when I started to kind of like, you know, b-boying a little bit. So, yeah, you got to you gotta know when you're going to, you know what, let me leave this alone. Doesn't mean you have to quit it. You know, but let me just, let me try this. Let me try that. Let me, uh, you know, for graffiti writers. But again, it goes back to what you're saying, like graffiti writers. And not everybody. I'm not trying to generalize everybody. But graffiti writers, as opposed to MCs and b-boys, you know, they're they're more hardcore like, Fuck that! Fuck the law! I'm gonna go bomb, and it's all about bombing. And I don't want to bomb a. Per- I don't want to tag a permission wall. And I say this because that was me. Uh, back in '96, '97, I believe. Um, 
through a friend of mine they're like ah oh, you know there's there's this uh permission wall let's go bomb, let's let's go they and they actually said bomb it and i started laughing cuz if they're telling you you can tag on it you're not bombing it that's yeah. not, you know and i understand that cuz i came <laughs> you know i came from that i used to be that route yeah. but you know getting 20 21 even now i'm 35 and it's i still love graffiti but you won't catch me on a billboard and it's also uh the only element that is uh by definition like you're saying and by essence, illegal. Yeah. And I think um, a person that gets involved in it might not, that might not be the first thought that comes into their mind, but it's like the third or second. Because eventually they're like, okay, well, I'm done with the black book. This is going to have to be put this into practice. Okay, I can't walk up and, and just write. Right. Okay, boom, it hits you in the face like, dude, oh, this is literally illegal. Like you will get, uh, first you'll get your cans taken or if you're lucky, a citation. Eventually, you're going to end up in going to jail, hands bucket, for your art. Are you willing to sacrifice right. that, right? Sacrifice takes parts and grabbing mics and grabbing tables and everything. But nowhere is the sacrifice more immediate than in graffiti. Exactly. Because immediately, you're going to write on your backpack. I mean, it's just done. You're going to have that. You remember those white folders you would sleep? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're gonna, that's going to be all over. And then your mom's going to catch you with uh, streakers. Yeah. You know, pilots and mops. Pi- yeah. And she's going to be like, e- e- is story, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and you're going to get your ass whooping. And, but, you know, it, 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 graffiti is, is the, by essence, uh, the element where it's literally illegal to, to do. Right. So it takes a passion to continue it. You start when you're 12, okay, but if you're, st- if you're still 21, 22, 23, like, dude, you have an, a, a passion for something and, and you should be commended for that, you know, for that yeah, art. Yeah, yeah. People like, um, you know, since we're talking about graffiti, uh, people like, I'll just throw this out, Mayor 139, uh, you know, East Coast graffiti writer, uh, I believe he came out in Wild Style. A lot of people don't know he actually created the the BET award. I got my thing against BET. That's not well. That's I mean, neither here nor there. BET that we know is not the same BET right, that is exactly. Now. But he created the BET award. Mayor one thirty nine, a New York bomber. Right. Another thing he does now is um, he does three D graffiti out of steel or out of aluminum. What? Yeah, bro, check it out. I mean, oh. this dude used to be a bomber. Again, spray cans. He's going out to the yard, trains. It got to the point where, like, well, I one, I have to make a career. I gotta, I, I gotta make something of myself. Whether he had a family, I gotta provide. You know, what's he gonna do? All right, he still does his graffiti stuff. However, he now contributed to a new way of doing it, three D with with aluminum or steel or whatever. Hey, someone said, can you, out of that, can you create the BET award? I'm sure he got bank out of that. Damn. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. You know? Again, using his art, developing it, and advancing with it to make a living off what you do, which is ultimately, I believe, every human's dream. Right. No human voluntarily wants to work at a factory putting heads on dolls. Nah, millions that, of dolls. That's no one thing. does that. Yeah. No one goes, man, one day, if well, my no. grades are good enough, well, I want to work. You know, you know, I want a not five. I want to work for very little pay and have a horrible schedule. Miss traffic. Man, I cannot wait for that. No, everyone's like, one day I want to own a company. I want to run my own business. I want to be my own boss. And, you know, uh, MCs, DJs, graphs, and, and B-boys, like, I want me to be my product. I want me to be my factory, my my company. I want to be yeah. a something. Right. And that's really why we all do what we do, whether you're an MC or a graph head or a DJ. We all do it because we want... 
that sense of accomplishment at the end of the day. Yeah, no contribution. And I cannot imagine not being, uh, admittedly not being a graphic myself. I'm not a great drawer. I've n- and I never took interest in that. Uh, lyrics, words, speech from the very beginning always caught me. So being a, a, a poet and then being an MC just came naturally. It, just, it was just step after yeah. step. But yeah. I, I'm not really, I can't draw. I don't even write me. I write really super fucking sloppy. It's <laughs> well, you know what's crazy? You know, and, and, and uh, people tell me, I actually remember some lady I used to work with mad long time ago. Um, I write sloppy, right? But if someone says, hey, write my name artistically or, or maybe I'm chopping that up. But, you know, I remember her asking me, Oh, you're an artist? It's like, yeah, I used to do this. Let me see, write my name, like calligraphy, right? I did a calligraphy, and then I did just, you know, her name, Karen, I believe her name was. Uh, if, 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 put it this way. If I'm, if I'm writing out a report for work, shit is quick. And people are like, dude, what, 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 what does that say? You know? As opposed to me, like, taking my time, I'll put my name, or if I'm scribbling, if I'm on the phone with somebody, and I'm just doodling or whatever, people are like, yo, I like that E. Whoa, dude! Whoa, man! What is that? That looks dope. Yeah. So my art comes from when I know, like, I'm trying to do some. But if I'm writing something quick, this shit is sloppy, dude. And I'll be honest with you, I, I did, I did, I did try, and uh, I would, uh, I was chaos, K O, yeah, K O Z, K chaos. And what I would do is I get the mags and and, and uh, pieces that I'd see, and then I would get one style letter, one letter of one style, one letter from a different style, one letter from a different style, and try to put it all in one piece. Yeah. And then add different colors to the base and then to the top. And then, hey, you know how they have like the colors that run through the letters? Right. You know what I mean? I would do that too. Like, dude, I mean, I, not, not for sake of, of not trying, but then I was always too chubby to climb fences and go over hurdles and shit. I was just like, eh, well, yeah, that, you know, it was crazy <laughs> with our workshops. Um, I'm not trying to jump back and forth, but with our workshops, which hopefully we start in February or so, um, we're going to have one, you know, one will be a graffiti um, and kind of in a sense unravel or, or 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 try to have these kids unravel their art their art artistic skills and somehow teach them ways to financially have those coincide you know like okay you know i'm artistic i love graffiti but hey i can make money off it and the reason why i say this is because i remember seventh grade my science class literally Kid you not, I used to slang my tags. <laughs> so there was there was this there was this girl, her name was Clarabelle. Can you write my name on yeah, 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 yeah. Five and, bucks, cool yeah, stuff. <laughs> and, and you know, and it's nothing, you know, I'm not a cool girl. Like you know, I wasn't trying to no, get no, out no, or no, anything no. like that. It was just yeah. she was a good friend or whatever. Hey, write my name. Cool, Clarabelle. And then it was like, um, some girl Sarah, hey, can you write my name? All right, cool. So I oh, but don't put you know, back then it was cheesy as, as cheesy as shit because I used to put the sun in the back or like there was like draw you know we all did the bubble letters the bubble letter yeah. <laughs> but hey three bucks five bucks then I have ironically is I'd have money one of our teachers Mr. Henry used to slang baseball cards wow. so I took that five bucks got my baseball cards now I got you know stuff like that so that's what we want to teach the, yeah, the kids like, yeah no doubt cool I understand that. I'm no one I'm not a fa- I'm no one's father to be like hey don't write on the wall you're gonna do what you're gonna do but keep in mind you're artistic. Aside from like all the guidelines that I tell you, like there's a lot of toy taggers out here that, you know, work on your craft at home. I don't want to see an ugly ass tag on the street yeah. or on my wall. Right. You're not yeah. ready. No. <laughs> but, you know, work on your craft. And that's what we're trying to do. We did uh, uh, Save the Hip Hop Culture, me and the squad. We did the uh, Hip Hop for Humanity event. Yes. Uh, you, you saw that. Uh-huh. Well, ironically, my, my street team, my nephew and a few of his friends, you know, they're part of my street team. 
love graph, right? So me and my brother-in-law were doing our thing, and for a for a split second, I'm like, where are these cats? The, the kids, I call them the kids because they're younger than me, but where are these kids at? Like, what the fuck? You know, I'm trying to teach them, like, hey, you get back to the community. I look inside, and the people from Hip Hop for Humanity noticed that they were kind of doodling on something like, oh, hey, you guys know how to draw? We need posters. So for about an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, something like that, they're out there doing posters, graffiti style. Everyone was raving like, yo, who Sick, did that? I was like, yeah. oh, that, that, that's, my, that's my people, right? Yeah. So something like that, my, my nephew at the end of the day was like, hey, I, did, I didn't know that. And I was like, well, you know what? Like, I didn't know people showed love to graffiti writers like that. It's like, yeah, bro, like kids or, or even adults nowadays think of graffiti like, yeah, it's illegal. You know what can do it. But it's like you you definitely can do something positive with it. And that's what we're trying to come in. I'm not trying to say don't bomb again. I'm, again, it's one of those, you know, catch-22s where it's, yeah, I love bombing and the illegal side of it. But, hey, if one day you have to provide for your family, you know, you can go do. There's a Mexican restaurant. Someone was trying to say, hey, I'll, I'll pay you 200 bucks to put our name. Yeah. Are you not gonna do a hell? Taco San Pedro, bucks. just right yeah, here. Taco San Pedro. Yeah. I'll give you free tacos too. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, dude, I'll, I'll I do. do it for I'll the do taco, it in a bro. second, brother. Like yeah. I said, I used to slang my stuff. Yeah. Um, Entrepreneurship. I, yeah, brother, that's uh, what we're trying of, to teach of your kids. art and, and dude, again, um, living off what you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life. That's what's up, and it's a beautiful thing. That's so let's up. get into the third and final song. Right. I think, I think five. We we went too far with yeah. five. just because the conversation. Yeah, I think is 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 that. That it must and that important and it's so focused. I think and I think this is going to be a good podcast. Yes, I'm excited about this. Word I think this is going to be dope. I, um, I, I'm prone to just. I mean, I, I'm a rocker fan. I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, KRS One fan. Yeah. So if it's okay with you, I was thinking we could just do throw up letters. Throw it up there, yes, baby. Uh, uh, again, another dilated head. <laughs> Rock out of science. Who's been on Wake the Flock up? So check that out. Uh, we got to sit down with him. And uh, that's dude, a good, that's a good one. I want to sit with K- I want to sit KRS One. It's gonna happen one day. I'm gonna sit with KRS One. We'll talk off off record. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay. So uh, KRS One, Rock out of science, throwing up letters. This is this is off the uh, the infamy soundtrack. That's right. So let's uh, let's check. It out, um, save the hip hop coach. Hold up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is good. Let's do this. All my graph writers, get off. Moving. Can't stop, it's nagging Calligraphy bragging Paint racking, I'm bagging Can't stop the dragon So I ride it sagging Packing a magnum Disappear like a lagging I'm dreaming about stabbing That anti-graffiti all captain No acting These toys are straight slapping Let's get it cracking With red, brown, and blacking Shout out to Coke Two doll, one Joey cracking Way before rapping KRS was graphing Laughing Throwing up letters without asking Long lasting My passion Thanks for asking Bombing, burning Peace and throwing up tagging Time for some action Mathematical fractions all the artwork, my heart works, no relaxing uh, Now I took rapping, combined it with rapping Instead of tagging, now I'm straight up autographing I'm a star on the wall, my autograph I'm a star on the wall 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 Yes, multiply colors Black hoodie, black book, black backpack, pack, mask 
master of the homemade skinny and a fat cat. Night rider, sky rider, aerosol and crap cat. 594, penal code, but we scrap yep. back. Colors like iced tea, yeah, you know I got cans. Belmont to motor yard, running from the cops, man. Feet working high speed, moving up the block, man. Then sting put on their red light like Roxanne. Subway yard to spray can off. Wild style, Star Wars, how they made their mark. We battle to change their name or take their yard. Take their paint and fame and break their heart. Then the modern hieroglyphic specialists take flight. Dial Lady ETS, worldwide we fly right. Sketch to the fill, outline and highlight. From create to devastate, I'm rocker and I write. Star on the wall, my On January 15, 2014, hip-hop lost Pete DJ Jones. He is hardly ever mentioned in hip-hop, yet some hip-hop historians have stated that he is the first to rock two turntables as well as manipulate the breakbeat of a record for dancers and b-boys to go off on. We salute the late Pete DJ Jones and his contribution to our culture. Save the Hip-Hop Culture Radio. Throwing up letters, Karis, one... Rock Hour Science, Dilated Peoples, Dilated. Book It Down, Bronx, uh, East Coast, West Coast coming together, Common Ground, it's graffiti. Yeah. The, 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 what graffiti has been able to contribute to hip hop is, uh, you, you can't, you can't count it, you can't say, oh, it's this or it's that. It, it, it was the essence of art. Right. It, it might be the essence of what hip hop really came to be because it's, it's an element that spoke to, the youth uh, uh, of being, you know, tied down and, and living and put it, being put in shitty Bronx and shitty uh, apartment buildings and shitty hoods. And the only way that they can see us in Uptown is have this train. Yeah. Yeah. You know, before mixtapes were handed out and, you know, it, there was just graph, bro. There was just. Well, and um, I, I, I've talked. I had a I had a friend, <laughs> Frank, back in the day, back, back, back in the day. Actually, he, he was a friend of um, uh cousin of a friend of mine pablo but he would come down for uh the summer and he was from new york i can't remember exactly where but he'd come down for the summer right and he would tell me he's like you know just the 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 colors that would come out uh, that he'd see riding the trains is like that just gave life to 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 the area you know and obviously seeing it here you know the color color schemes and 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 styles i remember uh and you know what? I probably won't even. I don't need. I don't need to tell you where, but we did it uh, back in '97. No, nah, I want to know where. Nah, fuck that. Uh, we did a uh, a Merry Christmas piece. You know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, bro. You know, had Santa in the middle between the Merry and the Christmas, and you know, Merry Christmas. You know, had fun doing it. <laughs> it actually stayed up for about two weeks before. I mean, it was and it it was there. I, I respect I, the people that can do characters, bro. I've always that's hard, bro. And 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 dope and developed into the piece itself. Dope. And you know what's crazy? A good graffiti writer has his own character, has his own arrow, yeah. has his own style. You know, yeah. nowadays, I mean, there's 
very similar to MCs. Back then, you can count an MC in the hood. That's this person. That, like in 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 my high school, there was only three MCs. I was one of them. You know, I remember a friend of mine, Sandra, used to call her Tiny. She used to call me rapper. Yeah. A rapper. Yeah. Not even call me by my name or yeah. my nickname. It was like, yeah. rap because everyone knew. Oh, you rap, you rap. And I remember, like, I battled some dude. He had a little Wu-Tang style. I had more of a West Coast style back then. But back then, and I'm talking er- very early 90s, not to mention eight- 80s. Now, you know, nine out of ten cats you see are rappers. You know, so the skill, and it, same with graffiti writers. Everyone writes now. You know, even someone that's not even artistically uh, fit for it. I'm going to write my name up there just because. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, you know, we got to teach the youth artistic guidelines, uh, even, even to the MCs and the DJs and all that. We got to teach them. Kind of fell off topic. There, no, right? no, no, no. And I think, again, that's the embodiment and, and the, and um, the, the lesson that uh, Save the Hip Hop Culture wants to leave is you got to teach the guidelines. You got to teach the history. You got to know what